Yo, 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 you tuning into the Notion Podcast. This your boy Dizzy D Spill with my co-host in the building. Jelani Evans. It's Farmer Poe. How y'all doing, fellas? Man, I'm exhausted, bro. <laughs> I mean, no, yo, I'm whooped, bro. It's been a lot going on this last week, man. We're working, dealing with the house and vehicle and extracurricular activities. And yeah. <sighs> I'm good. Honestly, it was an up and down week though, lightweight. Yeah. Like I left work on Wednesday. Okay. No. Yeah, on on Thursday actually me and my coworker left work on like Wednesday or Thursday. We was both like, yo, I'm going home and finna drink. <laughs> I'm finna go. And then I, and then Friday was like a whole opposite of Thursday. So you got some like plant based Hennessy? <laughs> Yeah, tell us about Some this mushroom. Hennessy. Tell us about this G-rated alcohol. She you doing? got nah, man, tequila. tequila, tequila. Yeah, yeah. Was it's that grown? Based. Was that grown from <laughs> plant based tequila? Huh? What, what what kind of concoction needs to be made? <laughs> man, I don't know. Somebody dug that thing about the earth. He said, "My job was to purchase it. I ain't got to ask all. I ain't got to ask <laughs> yeah, all them I questions." He, I think he's supposed to know all that stuff, though. <laughs> I, I, don't think I think you like at least need to know like what the liquor's lineage. For <laughs> I mean, like you, you healthy, right? You from right, Repo, right, like right, you supposed right, to be reading right. all the labels. I'm like, you know, this was made with potato skin. <laughs> hey, listen, if it was made some potato skin, agave from the mother earth, and like you should know those type of things. I feel like understand it. It's some learning. limes that I grew. I'm learning. Now it was it was, it was a good oh shit it's a good week uh but weekend uh. Not, not so bad either. I've been in the garden a lot, so that's always good. Yeah, man. What you growing right now? Uh, right now I have in my front yard bed. It's a uh, celery that I'm about to harvest. Uh, some lettuce, kale, mustard greens. Okay. Uh, and then what I just like planted was like a bunch of uh, tomatoes, beans, uh, basil, onions, garlic. Uh, all that good stuff, and then all the fruit trees—they starting to flower. They're already uh, flowering and uh, okay, fruiting. So I got. So we'll be over there shortly. Yeah, because I was just gonna ask. Peaches, I'm like, bro, you know, know he said all these vegetables and stuff. I was like, is fruit not in season right now? This nigga, God. Nah, that's what <laughs> he really said. That's a lie that the government has made. You really <laughs> supposed to grow around this time of the year? Nah, they 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 here. They here the uh, peaches, nectarines. I got. I just bought a couple of uh, new fruit trees from Costco, so I got a pair. Actually, two pears. And, shout out to uh, pears. <laughs> shout out to pears. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. You 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 growing white nectarines or the more regular ass? Nah, I don't have you the got white them nectarines. All I actually ass. don't like the Moving white nectarines on. too good, too much. They're not as sweet. The the ones that I grew last year, fire. So uh, tell us about these. We plant- didn't have any, so we don't know. Tell us about these so very saying. unique plant based sunglasses you got on right now, man. <laughs> It's funny that you ask because what it is is dry stem. Because <laughs> my man came in, my man is earthed up. All he said, all I see is green. You know what I'm saying? All I see is green. You know what I mean? He ain't talking money, y'all. He talking hurts. All that old uh, being cold and it's nippy and all that, all that shit over with now. Oh, okay, it's over with. Speak your shit, Killmonger. Yeah, man. It's, it's raining next week, but we're at home talking. Hey, it is. Talk to no, him. I don't know. I was about to say, <laughs> Pull up on next week, like. Hey. <clears throat> 
threw his whole shit off. You're like, what? Like, oh, what? <laughs> I planted too early. Man, that so farmer's like, almanac, that shit lied. Man, I put all that shit up already. Nah, nah, man. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's your sundial not going to be popping it. Feel <laughs> it feel good outside, though, man. So. Nah, nah it's actually good to see some better shorts. weather, man. Hell nah, yeah. for real, for real. Hell yeah. yeah real talk, Definitely man. need it, man. What's going on with you, player? How you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good, bro. I'm just um, putting some things together. I had like some pushbacks on when I wanted to release certain content as far as the music, but I'm getting that stuff um, taken care of and I kind of have a game plan on how I want to execute stuff. And, and the, the main thing was trying to execute and f- make sure that I'm consistent with follow-ups instead of just being like, I want to put this out. And you know how difficult that is. For everybody that's putting out content, the hardest part is consistency because the proper way is to have a team. But we already discussed that that's kind of obsolete because of a lot of selfish behavior and mindsets and fear of other people being more successful than the other. I mean, I'm team Uno. Uno. Yeah. One. A team of one doing it all, man. Working it out. We got different personalities now. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get on... You know, pose an ivy level right here. You know what I'm saying? And have the earth and nature have my... Pose an ivy. You got nature on your side. You got the earth with an F. You know what I'm saying? On your all, side. All, the whole earth. The whole earth. You know all what I'm saying? Earth. So, you know, that the dolo life is a little yes, difficult sir. on this side of the... Spectrum. Yeah. He knows what that means. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did, I did want to touch on something... Um, that I, I wasn't gonna speak on. What's up with uh? So with Forty Water getting escorted out the arena? Hold on, what happened? Game, yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I like, don't... apparently, he was you know courtside because you know he repped the Warriors hard. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And you know we got a lot of um, you know the bandwagoners have started to come out. You know, yeah, somebody's probably talking shit. That's what happened. It was a fan that kept heckling him, and he finally said something, and then he got escorted out. He, he he released a statement on his I think I think it was his IG. Hey y'all, Sacramento King fans! <laughs> hey, check it out. Be humble, man. Be humble. You're doing a little too much. It's a little too much black and purple. Reel it back. Relax. Act like you've been here before. They haven't. Act like you've been. Here. Well, not in 16 they years. They haven't. Yeah, that's you know over a decade, bro. Yeah, it's, it's all over. that old. Extra they don't really know how to and it's not like that, we, we're not hate. Yeah, we're not hating on y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like you've been here. You know, I no, mean, no, we've no. been here. I mean, the Warriors been here. My Lakers been here. You know, we you don't see us. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. you know, just, just focus on down. focus on it's getting first, that chip. It's the first, first game. one. You know uh, what I'm saying? Uh, well, focus focus on getting through the first round. You got to take it round by round, game by game. You can't right. focus on the chip. Right. Right. Like you got to get close enough. Y'all ain't really smelt it yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. Respect your jaw. <laughs> tell your brain to tell your jaw. Relax. <laughs> to relax, 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 relax. But um, anyways, that before we dive into it, do y'all have any updates in y'all lanes or some things that you know the masses may not know or may have went over their head or maybe it didn't get enough coverage as far as in you know the sneaker culture. Or, you know, tips on how to grow and eat better before we really dive into the main conversation that we finna have. Man, they finna release hey, the black and white pan- 
pandas again for like the 98th time. So oh. if you haven't gotten a pair or you want another pair, yeah, Dunks. Dunks. Okay. You got a pair on. You should not. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. Yeah. I guess he's spending too much time in the fields. I um, mean, you said pandas and shit. I thought we Yeah, were, that's what they call them. I know, but I thought it was at the zoo or something. <laughs> Have you ever ta- heard me talk about animals? Sometimes. Nah, you ain't never. <laughs> you said I'm trying to make it a little bit of him sometimes. Man. You ain't never heard. Nah. Not unless it was snake skin. Like we materials possibly. <laughs> they had to they had to evolve from animal to now product yeah, yeah. is the closest you're gonna get to him talking about. Yeah, animals. I don't I'm not I'm I don't remember last time I was out of zoo, bro. Like it just they could be going extinct. I'm like, for real? Because when she said the black panda, I'm like Black and white black, pandas, yeah. Oh, the black know. and white pandas. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Right. And that's uh That sounds like a knockoff version of Black Panther, don't it? <laughs> Yo, we couldn't find it, but we got Black Panda here. Who? Miz go crazy. I, after you got this one is starring Brandon T. Jacobs. Jacobs. It's the challenge. <laughs> Look, that's a hey. whole different universe. That's a different Marvel universe. Hey, I, I did get some history though. At Sac, so we had this little event at Sac City. It was a uh, Welcome City event. So like um all the like different areas and programs and uh, departments on campus. Okay. They had tables out in the quad or whatever. And then community members from like Curtis Park and William Land and that whole South Mm -hmm. Park area, they, they would come to the campus and it was like a four, like a three hour event. Okay. And so this last, uh, like semester or whatever, we've kind of had this initiative focused on, um, black students and dismantling black, uh, anti-blackness at the college and so one of the faculty members or the cl- uh, staff members who worked there a while back when we were students she came in and she had this uh, the Sac City's uh, logo or the uh, mascot is a panther right okay so she had an older uh, panther shirt and I was like oh that's hard I was like I want to take that and make the like black panther jacket you remember mm-hmm. uh, the 66 or 67 yeah. black panther jacket and I was telling my uh, supervisor about it she was like she was like I don't know she was like I don't know if we could do that man I'm I'm at the event. It was an older guy just sitting there, uh, sitting there by himself, and I just was like, I need to introduce myself to him. I didn't know who he was. Uh-huh. Started speaking to him, and the uh, mascot for Sac City was walking up and down. He had the Panther outfit on. Uh-huh. And the OG just said to me, he said, "You know that Panther right there, man?" He said, "That Panther used to be brown." He said, "Back in '63, we made that Panther black." And I was like, really? I was like, what? He was like, we had a Black Panther chapter up at Sac City. He said he was one of the members. I don't know if y'all heard of the Oak Park Four. I never heard of that. I don't know if Oak Park Four, I'm going to have to look that up. It sounded like the- Oak uh, Park Four? Yeah, it sounded like that. uh, What's that? Those group of young men in New York that got arrested for the- Oh, um, Central Park Five? When he said that, I was like, okay, I need to look into this. But apparently, the Panther that we had at Sac City used to be brown. It was changed to a Black Panther and- uh, recognition of the Black Panthers so I'm definitely about to take this thing and we have a place now at Sac City called Makerspace where they got like labs for like uh, they got 3D printers they got embroidery labs they got shit you could carve on wood laser printing, okay. all kind of shit at Sac City? at Sac City oh free, city free to use for students free for faculty as well I mean like Sac City students or Los Rio students <laughs> Honestly, There's a honestly, 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 um, <laughs> catch me up there. Los Rios, probably Los Rios. Bring that yeah, uh, Los ID card. Yeah, Los Rios. And listen, the labs is hella big, bro. And every like every area is like specified. It's hella stuff in there that you can go in there and make labels and stickers and all that in there. I'm planning. Before Cole about to come out with some yeah. cups. There you I'm, go. I'm about to be- 
No. I'm planning on going in there though, but before you might want to check it out. Before you interrupted my session, there's more sneaker news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got on that tangent, but that, but it's a good tangent. Yeah, that's no, that's no, very that's informative. Man. Animals. That's, that's very animals. There the you go. The yeah, yeah. There I you got go. You. Yeah, yeah, connected. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> Nigo signed a deal with Nike. Okay. Who? Nigo. Nerds. Pharrell's mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. Oh. He signed a deal with Nike, so he should have a uh, some type of collaboration or project coming sometime soon. That's the other black guy. No, he's Asian. Yeah. Okay, the Asian guy is yeah, Asian. Asian. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because there was three members of that group, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. You're you're talking about Chad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what yeah. Chad is doing these days. And then uh my guy Nigel Sylvester, the professional black uh BMX. Yeah. Well, basically, Niall Sylvester is a professional BMX athlete, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. he has a deal with Jordan. I guess I guess say Nike, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's released a Jordan one already, but he's actually getting ready to release a Nike Airship, which is actually pretty dope. I'm digging it. Um, so that's going on, and I mean, like, you know, they're doing drops all the time. But Kip got a shoe that just dropped in collaboration uh, with the company. That's pretty dope. Okay, and uh, Kif. Yeah, you know about Kiff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he be going crazy, bro. Yeah, shout out to Ronnie Fee. He be doing this thing. Okay, he actually okay. Just did a collaboration with Adidas. Not to, Adidas and Clarks. It's a three way collaboration. So it's Ronnie Fee, Adidas, and Clarks. It's actually pretty dope. It's a lot of stuff going on. In That's actually world, man. sounds like, like some dope sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. a lot of stuff be going on. Bro. Can we talk about those uh, fucking backwards shoes? Oh, the mischief back. What is seeing that? Sorry. So the thing about them is mischief. Um, they are the people behind the big red shoes. Right. Right. The big um, cartoon. Sonic Astro the Hedgehog Boy. shoes. The, the Astro, right. Astro Boys. The Astro Boys. And then they also um, like they do a lot of like novelty type releases because they okay. released a shoe that looked like um, a boot. Uh-huh. Like if you broke your uh, ankle or foot or something, wow. so they yeah. And, I used so, to call those the Kobe twos when somebody had it in high school. <laughs> so you got on one Kobe two. <laughs> so they do a lot of like novelty type stuff. It seems like they have fun, but they made this shoe that could be worn uh, frontwards or backwards. Uh-huh. My issue with it is just like both ends kind of look like they like both look like the back like part. Both both ends look like the back part, so right. whichever way you wear it, it almost look like it's backwards. The only thing right. is with one side, your toes out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're really uh funky looking. I think it was uh Childish Gambino. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, he was that's wearing- his that's his music name. Donald Glover. Donald Glover was at a basketball game courtside wearing those. Yeah. And so they got a little more traction behind that. But um okay. yeah, it's definitely um they're different. Catching. Yeah, that's hell. Yeah, yeah, they different. Yeah, uh, yeah, eye catching is one way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, you know, you, what the, what like if you step on a nigga toe, you're like, man, you stepped on my heel. Yeah. What the? Hey, like, what are those? Uh, well, it's like somebody's running. Like you don't know if they're running towards you or. <laughs> Moonwalking forward, y'all. <laughs> he taking hell long to get here. Oh, he's going the other way. <laughs> is he running in slow oh. motion in real time? Here we I'm go. so confused. Uh, yeah, nah, just, those got to be like a t- that. Whoever is creating those, is, it seems like there's more like um, for <clears throat> the art of it rather than like the yeah, practicality. Well, and that's the whole thing, a hundred percent. Like art. I said, they have yeah. they have fun because I mean, at the end of the day, who's wearing those big red Astro boots? Like really, like like I seen a few people like try to pull them off or rock them. Like yeah, these are fashionable, but they're not. 
I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just waiting for the lows, and then we'll see. <laughs> Ronald McDonald already got the lows. You're late. You're late. You're late, my G. Like, those are those the are mids. PE. Nigga ain't fucking with the mids. Nah, not those the mids, just the lows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Ronald got those. Nah, I see niggas get their foot stuck in that motherfucker. Well, because the thing about it is the way that it's shaped, like once you put it on and like start walking in it, due to the material of it, it kind of like pushes air out. Like a suction. So more of like a suction thing so then once you try to take it off there's a whole process to take it off where Madness. you need a nigga friend nigga became Madness. a cartoon Look, character for when life. you need a friend Madness. because they have to pull that off for you you know what I'm saying it's, this is when you find out if you got real friends when it's time to take them boosts yeah, I wouldn't be helping your dumb ass take them off <laughs> <laughs> I'd be sitting there laughing at your ass all of a sudden you go live nah you go sleep. ahead take them off dog you sleeping in those off, my man. G you sleeping in those cause uh you are now a cartoon character you take those yeah it's time for me to go I think my greatest fear if I was young would be getting stomped out by somebody that got those <laughs> on, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mind just how, goes in weird places where it's like, know, it's, if I was getting stomped out with some of those. And you start hearing cartoon sounds like, boing, 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 with the at the actual word of the sound effect, Stop like the coins yeah. out this mother. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to get an extra man, all of a sudden your score going up. You gonna earn the extra life and everything. <laughs> that would be my fear, bro. I'm Top not trying to score because you'll never be able to live it down. Yo, hey, hey, that's red boots right there. <laughs> Why they call him red boots? He got on all black. Nah, man. Oh, you you man. had to be there. Yeah, man. Uh, Three youngsters stomped him out for talking to him crazy with them red boots on. I'm like just ready to see an Astro Boy just flew in and just <laughs> flatten him. He was... I just want to see somebody wear some skinny jeans with them on and sagging oh, them. Dog. Sagging their skinny jeans with How them. do you sag skinny jeans? You know, that they... sounds like a different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we would have, you would need to sign up for a class. That looks like you might need a, a I don't know. You shouldn't even be wearing skinny jeans, but that's none of my business. Yeah, and here we are with, with, with boots. Home, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Skinny jeans, man. Y'all stop it, man. Quit. Stop that. You're cutting off your circulation. They be wearing skinny shorts. Mm-hmm. You know, was, yeah. That's like when bro, females was all wearing these the, different, uh, the waist just, trainers. Yeah, Everything bro. is so slim. Everything is like, <laughs> I don't understand. It just looks painful, looks uncomfortable, whether it's, whether it's, uh, the boots, whether it's skinny legs, whether it's hoochie daddies, whether hey, um, rompers for males, look. it's like, yo, I'm this, glad I'm where I'm at at my yeah, age right I'm now. I'm wearing skinny yeah. jeans in 120 degree weather. You're cutting off your circulation. <laughs> <laughs> I just have, like I said, I have these different uh, images like, well, how do you run from motherfuckers in that? Or what, you know what I'm saying? You kind of got to like. Listen. Or if somebody wanted to like pull up on you because they had a problem with you, bro, I'm gonna start laughing. But it'd be hella funny when they pull up their skinny jeans too. That shit because they don't go up. No, they, they go just up. jump. They just they, they gotta do that shimmy. <laughs> they just jump. They, that's shimmy. it. They they, they help themselves jump, and it's like, that. what? What's wrong with you? You okay, young man? <laughs> you okay? Why? Yeah, because it's showing. Yo, yeah. yo, and the uh, the uh, what you call it? What's the haircut? The Edgar. Yeah, you gotta have Ed, they, some of them be having the Edgar haircut. What what is that? I'm you know I'm out of date with, <laughs> so, with, with the haircuts. I, I, got I just found out what Edgar haircut is. All right, break it down. So to my Hispanic brothers and sisters out there, this one is for you. The Edgar is the uh, the, the young Hispanic brothers that have the bowl cut. 
You know, you seen the little bowl cut that mm-hmm. we be having? That's called an Edgar. When we was younger, we got Edgars. They just slap a ball on your head. No, 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 no. Not a black haircut Edgar, but like, you know, like how the um, some of the Asian kids we have are the little white kids. Wait, you talking about with the hair? Yeah. It's still all hair. The yeah, and all the way around. tapered up under, like, kind of. Yeah, because like we had our under. stuff at least faded and blended yeah. in. And our hair yeah. was well, It was out. somewhat blended. I mean, I if it was what they were like, doing. Like, I definitely did you know, the bowl like, cut. Back that old school bowl cut, it, it was dark then and then light. Yeah, it didn't go. No transition. It didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, wasn't, no, it was between. rough. Yeah, just, yeah. it was rough. You could clearly tell your older brother was yeah. practicing yeah. on how to cut your hair. Edgar, they be, I guess it's. A, I don't know if it's <laughs> a derogatory. Was a single parent. Mine, <laughs> excuse me if it's derogatory. I don't know, but that's what they say. That that that's the Edgar. So you know, you got the brothers that be dressing with the Edgar. What's your mouth is? Hey fool. <laughs> <laughs> you know we grew up in Australia, man. Chalevato. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> if I tell you, don't come for me. You gotta have grown up advice. Who's the kicks and sneakers up right there, don't guy? Don't come for me. The what nah, they call him? The Rolling Sixty. Yeah, Who is that yeah, guy? Yeah. <laughs> um, you'll you, see man. a different beam inside. <laughs> uh, don't come for me. <laughs> Light the beam. Yeah, all right. Nah. <laughs> all right. We get, hey, we probably gonna get some threats in the conversation. <laughs> right, like, yeah. Hey, I say, calm down for you. Pull up at the Whole Foods mm-hmm. and show you what's up. Harold, <laughs> got your name, homie. I don't know if it's worse, the joke or <laughs> you know what? Yeah, man. Peace and blessings to everybody. It's all love over here with me. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here. Uh... <laughs> nah, but uh, to dive into it, um, Wanted to address the conversation of, I would say, I would call it a false culture with the way things are perpetuated in our culture. Like, well, for example, the things that we that have, I'm not going to say we, I got to get out of saying we, the things that have been glorified. And then when you get a little bit older, when you get a little bit more wisdom, all of a sudden those things are not cool. And the question is, it's kind of like a multitude of questions to be honest, but I guess the question that I pose is how do we make things that should never be cool, uncool? How do we uncool the cool stuff that's damaging to the culture? Well, I mean, I feel like it's a preference thing because certain things that people deem to be cool, I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I guess it all depends on on what side of the coin you stand and then it's you know going from there because I mean like a lot of stuff people think is cool I just I don't agree with uh-huh. you know what I'm saying like yeah. uh, <clears throat> alright in the stinker world right and we'll do it we'll, we'll go this way with it kicks are expensive yes they are hard to access get access to right uh-huh. especially the collaborations and you know what I'm saying the more popular brands and shoes uh-huh. so Fakes have become huge. Like there's a there's a there's a million dollar, possibly billion dollar market on fakes or unauthorized kicks or bootlegs, whatever you want to call them. And there has been this growing community of youth and some older people gravitating towards the fakes because uh-huh. they're easily accessible and they're affordable because these are being these fakes are only being. Uh, charge at retail or below retail uh-huh. so if the jordan ones released for you know 175 and then 
after they drop, the resale goes up to like five, six hundred. You know, that's that's a lot for the average. But if you can find somebody on, you know, like a, the We app or whatever on IG moving fakes, then it's like you know one sixty shipped, like shipped. You do the math, like it's twenty five to ship. That's one. okay. One sixty shipped. Mm-hmm. That's lower than retail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so a lot of people happen wearing fakes. Me as a collector, I don't approve or agree with that. But then you know they say fake it till you make it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so if I ain't got it, but I'm on my way or I'm trying to or whatever, I'm going to fake it till I make it. So I'm going to just wear the fake J's until I get in a position where I can buy the real J's. And, you know, I just start buying real J's. And, yeah. and like that whole term, fake it till you make it. Um, it seems to be popular and a lot of people rock with that. They agree with that. I don't agree with that. In any aspect, in any Mm -hmm. form, in any way, right? Right. And it seems like in a lot of cases, that seems to be something that's heavier in our culture than any other, right? Yes. If you don't have it, if you're not able, then you're just not able and that's what it is and it's okay. But with us, in our culture, it's like fake it till you make it because if you don't have it, letting it be known that you don't have it or you're not able is not cool. And it's like, but that's the reality, right? In a time with inflation and it's hard to like make money and budget. And then when you are making money, you have priorities and bills and things you need to tend to. If I'm not in a position to go out and get $700 kicks like you because of your privilege or your job that allows that, then it is what it is. Nah, that's not cool. Fake it till you make it. Get you some fake ones. Rock those so you can look like those who have it. Yeah. Why? And then it's crazy because then you get exposed, right? And then you get ostracized because you're faking it. But- the, the irony is the same people that will ostracize you for faking it probably wouldn't respect, probably didn't respect you or don't respect those that don't have, but show more respect to those that do have. Kind of like, you know, the meme that goes around where it's like, oh, it's crazy because your best friend or your, or your closest people won't promote you or your business. Right. But they'll take they'll tell Drake happy birthday on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought that was funny, but there's there's, there's kind of some truth to that. And so it's like. The reason why people perpetuate certain things or certain behaviors is because they want attention. They want they want the admiration that you show others. But then at the same time, if they get caught being somewhat of a fraud, then they get ostracized, which both is going to get a certain type of attention, whether you're praised or whether you're ostracized. But it's like, you know, you just need to be yourself. Don't be fake. But it's like, well, you support fake. You see what I'm saying? I think it boiled down to like people having that confidence. Like if you ain't confident in yourself, then you kind of can't talk that way. So really what I think it comes down to is like people um, bravado, right? Yeah. So like when you have, like for me, I've always kind of been okay with who I am. Right. And just kind of brother, you want to talk after this? (laughs) I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't really want to. All right. I've been, I've always been okay with who I am. I've been super confident in in being me, so much so that people recognize that and they've like said it like, "Hey, you comfortable being you? I like you because you don't try to be something that you're not." And that's what a lot of people are doing is that they're trying to live up to this expectation that other people have rather than just like being them and having a bravado about it. It's like. Shit, I am me. I like what I do and just talk that same kind of like talk to how people who might be a baller talk. You know what I mean? Like if you're a nerd and you like and you okay with being a nerd, you could be a cool ass fucking nerd. No, 100%. You know what? Yeah. It's crazy though because I like, it's, I don't even think it's always the expectation, but it's the 
want to fit in. Yeah. That's yeah, not sure. be left out. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or align with what people think are cool uh-huh. to help build your confidence. Or uh-huh. I, I mean, or give you some false sense, I would think. Because I mean, trying to fall in line fit in, not be left out, right. be seen as cool, trying to put forth that extra energy just means that you're not confident in who you are, right? right. So, then, so then, like, is do we have a lot of confidence in our culture? <clears throat> I think... I mean, like... Our culture or, like, our, or ourselves? Nah, I'm great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's like... People make it seem like being yourself is not what it is. It's the it's 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 a lot of contradiction behind mm-hmm. it though, bro. Because it's like people will ostracize you for being yourself in certain circumstances, right? But then they'll praise you for not being real, depending on what the scenario is. So it's like it's almost like public opinion shifts all the time and there's not one and it's just with us like, like with our culture it, it 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 goes back and forth that's crazy and i feel like with our culture is the it's kind of the it's only that way with our culture because we don't have like a true code of conduct it's a it's a case-by-case basis well also Ugh. people are you can easily you can tell when someone isn't confident about who they are so you'll yeah. be ostracized Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we can pick, people can pick up you ain't really who you are saying mm-hmm. or presenting yourself to be. For instance, I the only people who have ever made fun of me for wearing glasses were my parents. <laughs> like just talking shit. <laughs> like it's so, y'all fault. This is genetic. Like <laughs> I like still I when I found out I had to wear glasses, which was in the third grade, I was like so ready to wear. Like I it wasn't something I was gonna hide. So I don't think people like picked up on the energy of like not being confident or like something or you know some people most of the people at my age that who had to wear glasses they was trying to hide that they wore glasses or they wouldn't wear them because they didn't want to look goofy or something like that and so me just was like i need to wear them and i just didn't care i don't think people picked up on this like lack of confidence in wearing glasses to where I was never made fun of for them. And I had them big ass round goofy was, glasses when I was oh, young. Oh, you had man. the Alfred Pennyworths. I did. You had them. The same pair I got on now. The same pair I got on now. Yeah, yeah, I had, you had them big <laughs> joint size. Look, I did. I had, I had the big round <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> But then I ain't never had the Coke bottles. Okay. I never had no Coke bottles. Just, the ones that make your eyes look small. Yeah, never, never magnified my shit. I know what y'all about to talk about glasses. <laughs> now, I can see my the curvature down. <laughs> down. I, mean, nah, nah, I never had those. Anyone who had to have those, I would not wear glasses if I had contacts. Instantly. I'll run into everything before I put these on. Why did you like you got two magnifying glasses on? Why looking at me like that? <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, I think it, it's, it's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of that. Like you could pick up on when somebody is not confident in who they are because it's like with women but sometimes people are good at sometimes people are good at pretending you know what i'm saying until it's until it's exposed like for example remember the bow wow challenge right and like he was getting he they was dragging him because he put like the fake 
He he had like he was hopping on a jet. Like he pulled up in the Rolls Royce, <laughs> and then somebody seen that post and on the plane. It was like, was oh no, nah, bro! He wasn't even in to... first class. He was in coach. He, was, he just talked about that on Math Hoffa's. Yeah, yeah, and I and I seen that interview. Yeah. But one of the crazy things was there was a point in time where he's his lifestyle was that way. He actually can share that. Yeah, I, I had this and I had that. He had a lot of stuff going for himself, but you know the whole culture of oh you're faking it, and it's like well. Technically, he could probably get that lifestyle back at any point because he's already created the network and the outlets and stuff like that. But people were so hellbent on the fact that he was perpetuating something, a lifestyle that he's probably hasn't seen that in, on that level in quite some time. Right. But it's like, that's what y'all respect, though, because if y'all did respect normalcy, right. He would have just been like, yeah, I'm getting on Delta or I'm getting on this. Trying and it would be like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, flying the same shit Finna that we all fly. Spirit flight, y'all. <laughs> y'all been talking, yeah. talking crazy about my man Bow. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing about it. It's like, it's weird because celebrities do this all the time. Like, like Yeah, we probably don't even know when they're doing it. Some of them have admitted it. Like Ocho yeah. Cinco has admitted it. For sure. You know what I mean? Well, it's, you know what? I don't feel like he admitted it as so much as he kind of myth busted. Like, cause you would believe yeah. that somebody of his stature with that type of money would operate a certain way. He was like, huh, fooled you. I, I'm buying Claire's jewelry. Yeah. yeah. This is a, like, you know, I seen a, it was Slim Thug. Uh-huh. And he shared a little reel or a clip or something. He was like, you want to know how I stay, stay with so much money? He said, Look at this. And he had on the shirt and he pulled the tag off. He was like, yeah, $5.99. Like the shorts, $12.99. He said, yeah, I'll be having on all this jewelry. He's like, but all my clothes be cheap. I don't be out spending all that money on designer stuff. You know what I'm saying? I just, I buy something that fits well and, and feels good and, and it don't cost me a lot of money. He's like, but the jewelry, you know, that ups everything. So I be in the club with niggas who spending thousands on clothing and looking and I, I begin by just fine. And so it's just like... <clears throat> I feel like there's a certain level of expectancy or assuming mm-hmm. when you see celebrities in those in the limelight and you're like, oh, yeah, they got to be balling out. They got to be spending this, that, yeah. and the next one. Yeah. And then when you hear they're not, you're like, whoa, you're not. What do you mean? Because you expect that. You assume that. Right. But why? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not how, like, okay, so I make millions. And so you think I'm going to spend thousands on clothing? That's not how you keep. Your millions. That's not how, that ain't how I got here. Right. So why would I start doing things differently once I obtain a certain level to appease the broke people? Right. Right. Who are trying to look like celebrities? And that's the crazy thing in our culture, again, is because we listen to people that make fun of broke people. Who used to be broke? Bro, Lil Duvall gets up every morning like, wake y'all po asses up. And I just be like, bruh, I'm finna block, dude. Because you're not finna keep talking to me like that, okay? Because first of all, I'm in between blessings. <laughs> so he can't be talking to you, huh? Yeah, he can't be talking to me. He's not talking to me, talking to me talking bro, bro, y'all. He ain't talking to me. You shouldn't accept that. <laughs> uh, Derek Grace Jr., too? Well, Derek Grace too. He 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 uh, he kind of got that energy too. But I mean, he at least giving knowledge and shit. Yeah, he he is like one. Of, I think one of the things I learned from him is like, well, no, I didn't learn it from him, but I learned this from someone else. Where you when you see all these celebrities wearing diamonds and gold, it, 
takes the value out of the gold when you have diamonds in it. So that's why you see some rappers like Nipsey did it. He had like solid gold chains. That actually holds more value. Diamonds are not on the same value level as gold. You know but yet crazy? we're like, oh, they're shining. They bling. Oh, or like the that. Cuban link that Mayna was wearing that Troy Ave hat. Oh. You talking about that? Like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. You wow. That's crazy. I, I, I would. Yeah. I um, liked High Hater, by the way. <laughs> what, what I came was out, gonna say is, uh, I hated and the that remix. Song. <laughs> I hated oh. that song. Well, man. Now, you know, I, I heard you something about come diamonds. Stop on your right? guard. So like, <laughs> diamonds are Shane not as up. valuable as people make them out to be. No, they're not. They're they look not, very, they look amazing in the right they, lighting. But right, that's about but they're it. not as valuable as people make them out to be, and they're not as scarce. And it, they they're only change. valuable to, because of the, the way they what they look. But the true value in the diamond is in and it's an abil- in its ability to cut things. Yeah, or drill into things. Yeah, like. that's the true value. But it's not really what we paying for. Yeah, are they paying for? Because I don't yeah. got no diamonds. Yeah, I got a little bit, but okay. just a little, 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 little bit. Point, little bit, whatever. I don't think it's any business what I got. So moving forward and talking about my diamonds, no diamonds man. He got, he got a Rolex. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't. It'd be for sale. <laughs> It'd be no, for sale with right the papers now. Papers and everything. It'd be gone. I was, no, we don't. Mm-mm. Like nope. uh, another part. Uh, another part that I want to kind of get at as far as culture is like, um, you know, and it go. It kind of goes back to making things not cool like let's say the gangster mentality being tough being the tough guy you know especially in a time period where everybody is so tough behind the keyboard behind their phone subliminals and I really believe they're trying to make up for what they really feel about themselves they lacking it they lacking it I said a lot of person in the room is usually the weakest or the brokest yeah. Um, I feel like you need to make up something for the to. digital age. I feel like you shouldn't have to, right? Yeah. If you're really about that life, you shouldn't have to campaign it, broadcast it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in my experience, most who really are are quieted out the way. Yeah. Due to being about that because they probably have some issues or some tension or some problems. You know what I'm saying? Or it's like because of the past of operating like that, they know how valuable it is to not just come off like, yeah, nigga, what, what, what you mean? What you want to do? Mm-hmm. Huh? Like, it's just like, bro, chill out, man. Like, I sent you something the, uh, the other day, and dude was like, you know, he's like, stop acting like you the Blake. Yeah. You don't have to act like you the gun, being all tough and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, act yeah. Like, for it's sure. not cool to smile. Like, you can smile and still be hard. Like, being smiling don't make you soft. Like, Try me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that kind of made me think y'all seen the King Von documentary no I have not but I heard it was crazy I don't know I do want to watch it but I heard I I think that the reason I'm I'm bringing it up is because you was talking about the whole um, like uh, demeanor so like the smiling and all that like this Mm -hmm. dude was definitely one of those who was very soft spoken and smiled a lot Mm -hmm. wasn't um very loud in that way um yeah. but apparently his uh reputation preceded him yeah as um, it, and that's what i'm saying bro like you know what i'm saying people who it's like a game now for them it's, it's 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 more of a game it's not about like these um about things that actually 
spawn something to happen, like the mm-hmm. catalyst for certain things. It's really yeah. just they just playing point games on each other. It's like it's a game weird. of chicken. It is. Yeah. It's on, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. like because if we, when you think about a game of chicken, you're like, all right. I'll crash. You won't crash. I'll crash. We'll go head up. And then it's like... Y'all both scared. Both scared, Shut. bro. Both scared. And then yeah. the first person that actually pop off, it was like, the other person hit the brakes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Why are you doing all that? Play? Well, you were just talking like you wanted to know. I was just, you know... Uh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's just, it don't make no sense to even put yourself in that type of position or predicament. So, I mean, I've never got, why you got to act all tough and walk around with your chest out and be at the events, not smiling, not enjoying yourself. Like, bro, like. I think the craziest thing for me being an artist, right, is that there's a gangster persona that gets respected and that a lot of listeners respect, especially if you can act very well, right? But when you listen to the lyrics, because I remember in the 90s, it was always mobster references, right? But as time and music has evolved, one thing's for sure, even back in that time period and now, the thing, the people that are glorified more are people that are not gangsters. They're billionaires. They're people that own things. The least aggressive person in the room, not to say that billionaires can't fight or whatever the case is or they can't defend themselves. Yeah, because Bruce Wayne a bad mother not going to. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? It's like, like they understand what's more important and I think that deep down inside people want to be, to want to live a certain type of lifestyle that's away from controversy, that's away from oh, yeah. problems and negativity, you know, but so many people don't understand because like, a lot of people, you know, they've referenced Bill Gates money or Donald Trump before he became president or Jeff Bezos or all of these people that are that that are not aggressive, that are not flashy easily. You could easily walk past them in the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, well, if you if if that's in the music and that's kind of the goal. I mean, a lot of black people glorify black billionaires and black success, but if these are the goals, why are, when you turn that music off or when that inspiration kind of simmers down or whatever, why, why isn't it pushed for, yo, that's trash right there. Drug culture, gang culture, all of that is trash. I don't even know. Like it's older people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like now that we are pretty much the young OGs, we're, we're, you know what I'm saying? We shutting it down, but the younger people with all of the knowledge that they have at their fingertips, right? And mm-hmm. all of the things that they're exposed to understanding what's cool. Kind of like the way they band together about bullying and cyberbullying and cancel culture. It's like, okay, that's cool and all for certain aspects, but when is that going to be a conversation where it's like, yo, the gang culture is cool, the drug culture, or the gang culture ain't cool, the drug culture ain't cool, none of this is cool, you know, we're deleting ourselves and we're deleting each other. That's the part where I get confused. That's like you, so you know, you know, and you understand and you comprehend, but you still perpetuate. Because it's slap. I mean, it do slap. But it's, appeal- <laughs> it's appealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, in, yeah. In, a, in another instance, a lot of these um, younger individuals who are listening to that type of music they have never it allows them to immerse themselves in something they've never experienced yeah 
something they've never seen, right? Yeah. So then you hear somebody else talk about it, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've seen the means, like, uh, yeah, I work a nine to five, but in the car on my way to work, I'm a drug dealer. I'm a woo. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you get in the car, mother, ah, and shoot him, and bang, bang, and you might see somebody in the car, like, yeah. Yeah. that's me on the way to you work. Eight fifteen like, on the 99, man. See? <laughs> this guy. But but you know it's just like a lot of people do that, and what's so crazy is if you talk to actual uh, individuals who have lived that lifestyle as far as like uh, gangsters selling drugs and things of that nature, like all of them were trying to make it out. Well, majority, majority were trying to make it out. Some didn't know any better than. It. But you'll talk to them like, bro, I, bro, that, that's not what it is. I did what I had to do, and things were not. I would love to. People not don't get follow in up on what happens after their success. Like, in and those, to keep a low profile though. Yeah. Like, the thing back then was keeping a low profile, not really talking about the things that you've done or others have done. Man, and now they really just not, now they keeping a low profile on things that they're involved with in a positive light. Now that's the part where I definitely understand because you don't want nobody messing up your business, but it's also frustrating too because where you left off was, oh yeah, I remember there was a big time, but when you look at, you look at Jay-Z's success, you look at even Young Jeezy. Young Jeezy is married and, ha you know what I'm saying, happily married and, and all this other stuff and then you look at somebody, I just seen a clip where Daz was talking about things that he has going on, owning construction companies and and, and businesses and owning thousands and thousands of acres and the stuff. Land, and, and yeah, have, he got, he, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody really, nobody, it has to come from within the community and nobody was really willing to talk like, like I like how Waka talks now, right? Waka Flocka. I like mm -hmm. how Waka Flocka talks where it's like the things that he's learning, he talks about the, th the things that he used to do or the way that he used to things as if it's lame. Like that's the way you have to speak okay. about it is like Yeah, and that's most, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People don't have that ism in them to be able to say, Man, that's some lame ass shit y'all doing. I'm over here doing this cool shit over here popping my collar because they just don't have that ism in them. A lot of uncool people just aren't able to give off that energy to make people think like this is something that they they yeah. they should be doing as well. But see, this is the thing about it. It doesn't matter if it's cool or not. You feel me? Like, it's, well, no, I'm saying it's, the word cool. You, you know but what I'm but the, the thing about it is, like, because, like, you were saying, a lot of people who are, uh, you know, saying when you're younger, and then once you get older, right? Mm -hmm. That's how you kind of start things off. And that's the thing about it. I think, like, as you get older and you mature and you go through these experiences, you get a better understanding of what is actually worth investing your time, effort, and energy into, that's and true. what really accounts for more and what you know, your values change, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So then the thing about it is a lot of people are perceived a certain way when they were rapping or putting out whatever it was they was as far as drug dealing, gangster rap, or whatever the case may right. be. And so then when you transition away from that, a lot of people still want that same facade. They want to be viewed the same way, mm -hmm. right? So then they won't turn around and tell you about this because it might be contradicted, but it's only contradicted because I came into the understanding of doing better. Yeah, I mean, just you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing like, the juice bars. Like and it, I went from yeah. doing this to doing that. But the thing about it, what you're missing is I had to do that, but I made a profit off of doing that. So I no longer have to do that. And I can operate differently uh -huh. and betterly and in a more abundant way that is uplifting, not just to myself, but possibly my community, my family and things of that nature. But when you start talking about uplifting, you lose people because they don't see the value in it. Right. And, and it got to be authentic too, though. Like were, were you your authentic self before and are you your authentic self now? Well, yeah. see, and that's the thing about it. A lot of people do things for 
a profit and for a living, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of it being what they truly live or something that they truly portray. So then that's another thing that is kind of confusing because it's like, you know, you heard, like for instance, you like Drake don't really rap street, right? No. At all. Yeah. But he's had some lyrics where you was just like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. No, no you won't. Not. No, but you won't. But they still accept yeah. it. He'll still let him rock. They'll still let yeah. that ride, right? And so why can't, It'd be like that for others. Why can't you call yeah. people on their stuff if that's not really what they're doing? Because they give off that facade. Yeah. Is it really authentic though? I feel like we can kind of tell the difference between what's authentic and what's not. So then where is the cancel culture and the calling people out? Like that's, you were that's saying. That's what I was gonna say. If you're if you're not authentic in it, it kind of shows. And it's like, cause I mean, I'm gonna be honest, like, all right, for instance, ha. Huh, the dipset battle and the locks battle. For mm-hmm. sure. In that battle, you could tell who really was in the in, in the streets in New York and who really had the pull and who was really authentic with the whole. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Jim Jones and Kim and them not really like that, but like, yo, the, the locks are like, they had an album called We Are The Streets and I feel like they are like the embodiment of what NYC was in, back in that day. Yeah, and that's our You know period, what I'm yeah. saying? And they were authentic in it. Their lyrics hit different. Mm-hmm. And because, I mean, Cam... If you look at Harlem, why they were so attracted to the South? Because they have a he, he used a lot of Southern beats, especially in that on Purple Haze. Mm-hmm. They was using a lot of Southern beats, so they had kind of like this. Um, the music might have been hitting. It was a vibe before, yeah. Because yeah. like like he hopped on stage and he's like, "My computer's sputing," and we was like, "What? <laughs> that that Larry just don't hit the same no more." Yeah, it does not it? hit the yeah, same. Yeah, but the computers, just, if you. Because we have iPhones and uh, tablets. It but it was just, it was just the lyrics <laughs> itself. Yeah. If it ain't, like back, my car is car in. Yeah, but see, back then, <laughs> back then when you were walking, it was like, yo, facts. Yo, he's going, he's <laughs> insane. <laughs> what? Like, oh shit, that's what happened. How he do that? Yeah. But Damn. it's just like, it, the lyrics should hit different and if they hit different, you're like, yeah, I ain't really with, but people will still be drawn to it and rap it and sing it and, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, uh, Uplifted, you know what I'm saying? It kind of yeah. just like there's the cancel culture is uh is it, it's it's funny. I mean, cancel culture t- for if, if we're talking about the black community though, cancel culture, it, like within the black community, it's really was, it's really about yeah. If you going against us as black people, if you're from outside the community and you say something that's against us, like we trying to cancel you. But black people don't really try to cancel people. It's the other it's, that it's, other it's, group that, yeah. that just showed up. Culture. They be trying to cancel. But see, I feel like I feel like we could learn something from the aggression behind that because whether it's right or wrong, when they do it, mm-hmm. they they be getting shit done. And I feel like with us having a better code of conduct of like, nah, we not representing that over here. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to take leadership. I feel like in every, in every pillar to make, to, to make that happen. We don't gatekeep we're too, And we're too yeah. divided. No, we're no, divided. no. We, we, we gatekeep. You think so? Yeah. We gatekeep each other. We gatekeep uh, against each other. Yeah. Yes. I'm about to say, cause we don't yeah. gatekeep like the way others no. do. Oh, the way. Yeah. They, they yeah, they close that of, gate and I dare you to hop it. A lot of, end of, like a lot of different, like they gatekeep and there's, and they call, they'll call you on it quick. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're too busy trying to be accepted. We're when, trying to, yeah, that, we're trying to be accepted by everybody to, but yeah. each other. And we're trying to gatekeep each other at the same time. So we're running in place and still trying to hit gates at the same time. And, I don't miss Jeff shoes. 
<laughs> damn it. <laughs> damn backwards shoes. Yeah, man. exactly. Don't know if we're coming or going. Sheesh. But yeah, I, I think that, um, like, because I'm definitely a solution-based person. I feel like that's like one of our, one of the big problems. Not the biggest problem, but that's one of the big problems that's high on the list where it's like there has to be a certain mentality where it's not accepted across the board you're gonna have you know little groups of people that want to give pushback and you know make it about something else Mm -hmm. but until we have a code of conduct we're like nah that's not popping over here like that you will be we will look at you as an individual not a part of what we are what we're building i think that will change it because those were the things those were the things that push things forward in the past Everybody being on a court, even if you didn't rock with each other, even if you didn't like each other, you know what I'm saying? History, our history shows that MLK and Malcolm X did not see eye to eye. And there were some shots being taken, but there was still a code of conduct to a certain degree. I think that might be um, something that our our older um, generations might be able to um, probably do our yeah, because I I see as like the young young people, even in our demographic, like mm-hmm. our age group, it might be a little bit more difficult for us to all to be on the same page. Uh, yeah, in regards to that, but I feel like the older groups, um, they they probably have gone through different experiences and been rebellious enough and to where they are kind of. I'm just imagine it's it's so crazy, bro. Because I'm sitting here, I'm listening to you, and it's like, it's so crazy how so much was done back in the day, uh-huh. in that time period, due to the unification. Regardless of how you felt about things, you had a, a certain level of understanding that in order for us to progress as a whole, to move forward, to make things happen, to get results, we all have to stand on this. I don't, I know you might feel some way about it personally, but you uh-huh. know, you understand that even if you want to see change, for you to even be able to exert your own thoughts and opinions, uh-huh. you have to stand with all of with us so that we can progress as a whole and then once we get to that place if you feel the need to divert in a different way because of how you feel you're actually able to do that now yeah. without any pushback because of the progress we've made as a whole right and it was it was it was easier to kind of build those it's too much social media we we like to talk too much. We like to tell people about what we're planning on doing too much. I'm a big, yeah, I'm big on, on like not saying everything that we need to do. Right. Live. Right. And yeah. And because history, our history has also shown us when very intelligent and strong leaders put that out there in the masses, it was either destroyed or they were destroyed or both. Right. And then a whole different genre adopted that and made moves with it. Yeah. Not really, and not even really modifying anything, just taking that exact same formula yep. and going 10 times further, mm-hmm. you know, because again, we will get distracted. I, th- I think one of our issues is we get distracted by movements instead of moving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, like that. and that's, that's the issue. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to stand, I stand over here. I stand over there. I stand with this and I'm against that, but nobody's moving. Everybody's in the same spot going back and forth. So when are we going to start? Each other. Yeah. When are we going to? Yeah. Not even when, but got to move forward. That means, you know what? I don't like Poe and I don't like veggies, but I know it's important and I know that he's important. So we got to figure something out. That's how it's supposed to go because other cultures, 
<laughs> other cultures do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and they don't display too much of the feuding the way that we do. We love turning the camera on. And I mean, that was okay for long periods, like long ago in hip hop okay. culture, right. battling and all that. Culture, right. Though. right? But yeah, but okay yeah, but, but it's never okay anywhere else. Like yeah. even when two black celebrities beef, it's amplified oh, and it's yep. shared everywhere. Yep. But because like people don't know how to handle things behind closed doors it's almost like in a marriage you feel me like if me and my wife i'm not married but i'm saying if me and my wife have an issue that is an in-house issue right you don't go run to your mom you don't go run to your pops you don't go run to your friends that is an in-house issue that me and you deal with i beat your ass you go social (laughs) excuse my language but Don't. Not because the whole thing is so tacky. <laughs> That's in the it's mirror. extremely, yeah. it's extremely tacky, Hell and you yeah. letting in other people who don't know the specifics or what goes on behind the scenes or the, how genuine the love is. So even though we had an altercation, we might not see eye to eye. At some point, we're gonna get things situated. Yeah, we're gonna come to an agreement, and yeah. we're gonna continue to live together and rock together. You gonna yeah. tell your friends? Your friends are gonna look at me differently, regardless of what's going on. Your parents are gonna be on your side. But most importantly, they're not going to respect you. Like when we, when you get out there and you display this behavior, even the people, even the people that may agree with your point, they're still going to have a lack of respect for your situation moving forward. Because let's just say you get past that and you grow the, right. their, their vision and how they, and how they feel at that time stays the same. And they're going to continue to hold on to the things that you were able to forgive the person for, for because you love them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So while you, like you said, you forgave him, we grow, we move forward. You forget it's two years down the road. Like, what about when he did it? Did it, did it yeah. with, and, and, and that's hey, and that's what hey. happens in media. That's why I think 100%. media platforms have a responsibility on what we talk about and what we perpetuate because it gives everyone else that's looking at us under a microscope an opportunity to be like, see, yep. see. Look at them. See, even though that's not true, it's just those five people or just that small group. The whole entire group is judged, ostracized, critiqued based off of those small amounts of people. Well, you know, they say birds of a feather fly together in a sense, right? So if I'm doing something and I rock with y'all, then I'm sure Poe and Spill is into that too and they be doing the same thing. It's like, nah. They don't be in the kicks like me. No, I'm just playing. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, it's assumed, right? It's 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 expected, right? So it's just, yeah, I get it, 100%. 100%. They, t- they connect us all together off of the few interactions or altercations uh, of a couple, right? Yep. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, I 100% see that. But, yeah, it's just... And then another thing is like it's it seems like it's all about attention and the likes, right? Yeah. And in in some cases, I guess exposure. Yeah. I um, guess. Like, cause I'm just saying, like, why else would you hop on social media and do all of that nonsense? What is it for? What was? You, what is the point behind it? You want some sort of validation, uh, gratifi- validation or gratification? Oh, because dopamine is yeah. it's definitely a yeah. dopamine hit for sure. Yeah. It's definitely a dopamine hit. Yeah. yeah. And. Even like, I don't, I know how you feel about it, but I know Poe follows it more like a lot of the different channels on YouTube and the different communities on YouTube, Mm -hmm. the different pill communities and podcasts where I've dived into is just getting familiar with a lot of black people um, in that space. Mm -hmm. And 
I understand that people have built a a, a following or a, a fan base on what they do, but there's just not enough of these conversations. There's not enough of solution-based conversations after the topic is being brought up as far as, yo, why are we still here? Now, that question gets posed 24-7, and people have a tendency to keep saying, well, it's this and it's that, but then there's no... How do we get around it? Yeah, how do, how do we, we get around that? It? What are we going to... How gonna, do we come to you know, common what's ground? Your, how do we... Or what's your pledge? Right? Okay. A couple of dollars I can throw away. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, that's not what we mean, bro. Well, take it. But, but yeah, what's your pledge to... Help solve the issue. To help solve the issue. You, you rarely to hear that. make change or, you know, initiate anything at yeah. all besides just a conversation of what's not getting done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, for sure. A lot of people don't have that What's because a lot of people, a lot of people are are stuck on just you know what I'm saying perpetuating the conversation, yeah, right, and just yeah. talking about it consistently, like to I guess draw attention, validation, dopamine mm-hmm. hits, build themselves, the yeah, be, sure. without actually the progressive talk that needs to follow. Because that's one of my biggest part. issues too, bro. Because it's like why speak of or acknowledge something that's bad or detrimental or no good for if you don't have a solution or at least suggestions uh-huh. to change it. Because yeah. the solution would mean that the problem would go away. And if the problem went away, then I wouldn't have nothing that drives me. A lot of these people are really have nothing going on. You probably shouldn't be in the driver's seat anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. They have nothing going on. And so what thing, the thing that validates them and gives them some sort of um, entertainment or kind of makes them, makes their day is drama. And if you have a solution for the drama, then what's the, what's going to give me any kind of like motivation or that dopamine? Why yeah. can't you just follow up with how things are going and the solutions and the progress being made from the drama that you discuss and the conversation that was had to solve it and how things are going since then? That's why I don't know how to step out the box. That's why I have such a, like a, There's some help. a strong appreciation for like the people that does consume our content because I think they understand where we're coming from and what we're trying to do. And so, yeah, I'm, you know, for those that are listening, I definitely appreciate it. Because there's a lot of people that are familiar, and I'm just speaking on, on my anecdotal experience right now. There's a lot of people that I personally know that know what we do, how consistent um, we are with what we do, but they continue to add and perpetuate the same old bullshit. But then when something massive happens, they're the same people. Well, we need to we need to change this. We need to reform this. And it's like, yeah, you're you're catering to your personal narcissism by openly saying what needs to be changed instead of promoting things that are working on the change. And what's so crazy is like in those instances, even though it is, you know, narcissistic and they're right. We do need to change this. Mm -hmm. We do need to address this. Mm -hmm. But now what? Yeah. What's next? What's your pledge? Have you been taking notes? You got any information? Yeah. Or are you just going to say what needs to change? It's a pop quiz. For those of you who didn't know, there's going to be a link in the description. <laughs> Five answers are expected. Um, yeah. Or solutions, suggestions. So get busy. You're right. You know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, seriously, though, like, I mean, I feel like we talk about it. We, we, we don't have the answers, so to say, but the suggestions and looking at different ways to go about things, I feel like we do um, 
shine light on that. We do, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We yeah. do address other things. Cause I mean, like, like you said, uh, unifying, like actually gatekeeping, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, having a code of conduct operating differently in, in, in a lot of cases, going against the grain of what's been put out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's like, you know, three brothers in a room can't do it by themselves. No, you know what I'm can't. saying? Like it, it takes, it takes more than that. But I feel like a lot of people, um, they fear being ostracized mm-hmm. by going against the grain or stepping outside of the box. So while they might have ideas, right. Suggestions, a game plan, they that won't don't step, require a mic. They won't step out on it due to like somebody like, no, that's not how we, but the whole thing you have to do. Anybody who made change in the past, they went up against that. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. They were ostracized. They were talked about. Fingers were pointed. A lot of people didn't agree. They they had to fight. Like, I mean, like, Huey P, Martin Luther, mm-hmm. Malcolm X, right? Angela Davis, you James Baldwin, like, the list goes you, on. You, you, you see what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like, but you have to be willing to put yourself out there in order to see anything happen because once you do that, the people who believe in what you're saying or believe in the changes that need to be made just like you will start to gravitate towards you. Right. And then that's when things start to happen, like, you know what I'm saying, unifying and getting together and putting a better game plan together. And now it's not one, it's two, right. it's three, it's 10, it's 20. And then before you know it, it starts to really get the ball rolling and more people come out of the woodwork. Like, oh, I had an idea for it. I'm suggesting, you know what? I was thinking we could do that. And then X, Y, and Z. And before you know it, you have a movement. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like a real movement, not a movement with just a group, but a real movement where it's like, I never thought this would happen. I'll give you an example just from a a, a music standpoint. After Ether, I never would have thought that I would see Jay-Z and Nas on stage together. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and, and, to be, and, to, and to be real, after that, I did. I think that those two men understood their position. And they never, and you never really heard diss records coming from them about anybody else. You know what I'm saying? There was a bigger cause. Now, my thing is with right now, I mean, us three is a, is a great example. You know, you're heavy into the garden. And I think that's important to our culture because we have it bad when it comes to health. So having somebody that knows how to, grow their own food that literally survives off their own food right you have somebody else like yourself jelani who has created a business that is not common you know what i'm saying like yo i can show you how to take care of your stuff i'm sh- i'm literally showing you how to save money instead of every single year parents buying shoes every single year you know what you don't want to pay my prices get my book and my and my uh, guide and save yourself some money the cleaning kit too. Right. So I, I, I think that the my frustration, and I'm just going to keep it a buck because it's like right here and even in our, um, whether it's our city or whether it could be circle or whatever, there's so many people that we know what they do. They know what we do, but because they're may, they may be affiliated here or there, or I'm tied in with these people or... Or the common, but what does that do for me instead of what does that do for the whole entire culture? You know what I'm saying? That there's an issue. We should 
we should be struggling um, with trying to put out content because we're so connected with other people in different projects and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like I appreciate and I love the fact that we have the space for it, but there should be a different type of busy along with it. And I think that that is due to not because people don't know you do or what you do or what I do or what we do collectively. There's that fear of like, well, I ain't trying to give up my resources because, you know, I want Poe to blow up. And then, you know what I'm saying? I'm still running in place. That yep. is insecurity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't, you know, I know Jelani got this knowledge, but I don't want him thinking, you know, that is insecurity. And I know that our culture struggles with insecurity. Is as talented as we are, you know, as trend setting as we are, as intelligent as we are, I think insecurity is one of the biggest diseases in our culture. And it's amongst each other. Like we We'll do whatever it takes for a job. We'll work hard. We'll work with somebody we hate because we got bills to pay. Coming we got kids. To, days, you know what I'm saying? We have families, right? But when it comes to each other, it's like, oh, it's an option. Let me get a discount. Yeah. Bruh. You know, it's so crazy. So, so check this out. <laughs> whatever is meant for you, whatever is meant for you, as long as you do the work, you'll get it. Because you said like networking with somebody and the resources mm-hmm. and them blowing up. And that doesn't mean that your time isn't coming. I think that's the issue a lot of people have. They always want it right now. You yeah. got to make sure you're doing the work and you're standing on it. But if it's meant for you, it will come when it's supposed to. As long as you do the work and stay consistent, like you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people let that uh, go by the waistline or they really don't draw attention to that. But you have to do the work. You have to stay consistent. And you have to have the right energy and mindset in the midst of all of that. So looking at somebody else and what they're doing or being intimidated by what somebody else has going on, that doesn't align with your goals, your plans, or your forward progress at all. Right. To even have that type of mindset or put that type of energy out there. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand that and rock genuinely and be authentic in who you are, what it is that you do and have confidence in your gifts, your talent, your knowledge, your business and how you're moving, right? And whatever's meant for you is going to come. It might it might not be year 1. Uh-huh. It might be year 10. Uh-huh. It could be year 5. Yep. It could be 8 months. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's all about you pushing a hard line, staying consistent, having the right mindset and energy and doing that and believing that your time is coming and stop watching. Sure. Stop clock watching. Yeah. A lot of people and are clock pocket watching. watching. Bro, Man. And that's, what's, and that's what's preventing progress for a lot of people, right? Stop watching the clock and stop watching other people's Keep pockets or being intimidated road, by man. other people. Right. You should have blinders on, right? Like yeah. every horse runs a race. It never sees the other horses, yeah. right? You never see a horse saying, oh, shit, you ain't finna pass me. Mm -hmm. Like, run your race. Mm -hmm. Stay consistent in what you do, right? Be authentic along with the right people. Stay consistent. And stop trying to race people that don't even know you racing. And then the whole thing about it is like this. (laughs) How do you know you networking with somebody and sharing resources in them isn't the investment that you need to place on somebody else for somebody to want to invest in you? I had a call this morning from an artist that I wanted to sign. And that's not the direction they wanted to go years ago, right? But yet that individual occasionally will call me and ask me for advice when certain opportunities pop up. And I give them the advice. Not because I'm salty that I didn't get my way. Not because I'm threatened that they may have an opportunity that wasn't presented to me. 
it's because I they already displayed value in me just by calling me and asking me a question that they think I may know. Because we have a lot of that too, where people will bypass you mm-hmm. because of pride mm-hmm. or because of ego. And that might be somebody that needs your help. Nah, man, I turned them off, man. 27 alarms. Turned them off, man. Nah, that's, a, that's that gatekeeping mentality, Bob. Nah, real talk. That man. could be another gardener. Whoever Look, so is. my. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Looking for soil for uh, uh, <laughs> but but for her, but I but I understood that and I appreciated that you know and there's some people who I won't give no game to <laughs> whatsoever or I will give none of my assistance to yeah. that I think that can use my assistance just because I see how they operate and yeah. I know they're not for the big picture for sure they're for their own personal selfie mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and so. But for the most part, I will help people in areas that they probably don't know I'm knowledgeable in or that I'm very knowledgeable in because I see how genuine they are and I see what they are willing to do for other people. And I think that's the part where kind of answering my own question in the beginning where I say making certain things uncool, hating for no reason. I'm trying my best to gatekeep those people that have that issue until they go do some work. Yeah. I do I do have a gatekeeping mentality against people that are not really about the whole picture, just about how good they look in it. You know what I'm saying? No, you have to be like that because <laughs> that shit is just funny just thinking about that. It is. It is. It is funny. You know what's even funnier? A lot of hate and intimidation comes from it's a lack just, of confidence. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because they right. want they don't want like rather than them being, man, I want that for myself. I see that person. Maybe I'm envious of them, and I, w- I want that for myself as well. That's something, and maybe I'm feeling a certain type of way because I'm not there yet and haven't done the work to do it. But a lot of people just be like, I don't want them to have it. I want to have it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's that's all well, that you mother. No, I'm yeah, that's yeah. A selfish. Like, yeah. Nah, it's thing. definitely selfish, and it's it is crazy because you said that haven't done the work. Yeah. Like, like, man. You have a catalog. Mm-hmm. I have a catalog. You have a catalog. And what I mean by that is you have a body of work that extends over a certain amount of time to show that you have done the work, right? Mm. I think that's one of the biggest things you can have because when it's your time, you have all of this to showcase and not only showcase, but to fall back on and reflect on and be like, boom, this this is kind of what validates me. I didn't get here by chance. Yeah. I actually got here because I've done the work and I can show you the work that I've done and I can actually build off of this and move off of this. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not a one hit wonder. All right. It forces people that are interested to play catch up like, wow, they've been at this a long time. You can't you can't really get around as far as them being truly consistent and really offering something valuable to the world. Mm-hmm. You can't get around. Was it the ten thousand hours concept? Yeah. You can't really if if you are really contributing something to the world. There's no way around it. I don't care how many posts you make. I don't care how many followers you have. I don't care how many people are are pole jocking you. You can't get around it if you look at truly successful people that contribute something to the world, you will see the catalog. You will Mm -hmm. see the timeline. You will see the work and the work ethic developed in the process. So why waste any time that's not guaranteed on hating or despising or 
understanding that you have a personal insecurity and not working on it. Yeah, or being intimidated. Especially when you haven't done the work. Like yeah. You haven't put in the shit. time. Right. When you don't have the hours. That's yeah. what's so crazy to me. Like, yeah. Instead of pointing a finger, you should be self-reflecting, right? Mm-hmm. Searching self and figuring out how I can the one of the- where where I can make adjustments, how I can grow, like you know what I'm saying, like that. How can I get to the next level? Yeah. How can I get better at my craft, my business, what it is that I do? What mm-hmm. more do I need to read? Yeah, real with yourself. Who do I need to talk to? What research needs to happen? You feel me? Mm-hmm. Get on social media and get on Google and look some things up. Right. Go to YouTube and watch some videos. You know, I like. I don't understand it. One of my favorite things, coming from one of the most one of the least favorite people, is Kanye West saying. Sway did have amp- have the answers. Yeah, man. And he did. He did. He, did. he, he tried to tell answers. you before. And I think so many people have a bad habit of looking and assuming that you don't have the answers or you don't have the resources or you don't have the value. And then when it's too late, it's like, damn, that was probably the most valuable person I came in contact with. That goes back to something you said earlier, though, because a lot of people will not listen to you when you have the answers if you're not in that elevated position, if you're not yeah, a celebrity. that's a really bad a mistake. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a and terrible so mistake. It's like, it goes back to saying, you know, like faking it till you make it, like in putting, uh, not so much that, but putting value in people who aren't real or authentic or don't, you don't really know. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. Like that, that, that elevated position that they have ain't necessarily coming from them having the knowledge and the work ethic. True. Right. True. So while you're True. placing value in them and you're following them and you're looking up to them, you're looking up to somebody that's going to have a, a, a long fall because they don't have the body of work or the, the knowledge. Foundation. Boom. You see mm. what I'm saying? Versus somebody who has the the knowledge and, you know what I'm saying, the know-how and uh-huh. knows how to actually uh, convey that to you, but you won't listen to them because they're not a $100 million individual, uh-huh. because they're not driving all the Rolls Royces, because they're not, uh, they don't have the blue check at one point. That means nothing now. But you, you get what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. it's just like, because now everybody is trying to get a blue check and that doesn't even validate you. That's nope. what's so crazy. It just verifies you are who you say you are. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing, but too much value has been placed in a blue check that now instead of the work, man, because I, bro. yeah, yeah. And that's when that's one of the people out there that not going too far off of it into it, but the people out there that are that bought or got a blue check just to be validated as an individual, I do feel bad for you because it goes back to that insecurity thing. People that do have it. Because it's like, yo, at least I can control the attention I might get that I've been trying to get. Go for it. I hope it works for you. Right. I hope it works for you. And the reason why I have to di- I have to separate and differentiate the two because the it's still the same concept of when people bought followers. People bought followers because they're clout chasing, but some people bought followers at certain time periods because it's like, yo, is this is this what y'all need to see what I can do? And it's it's unfortunate because you don't have to do neither if you have a strong foundation and the proper support. And like that's something that our culture lacks because other people get together. I've see I see yeah. you know like earlier you know I was you know doing the impressions and stuff but one of the things that I respect about Latino people is they rock with each other they they get together they get home so much about the internals you know what I'm saying they make it happen they hustle they hustle 
immigrants in general, they come over here and they're like, yo, you see them over here? You see them over here fucking up? Oh, yeah, we about to get on this. And I don't care what immigrant it is. I don't we, care if they're we Russian. Unify, we stick together. We rock. Yeah. And we I, keep our money in mm-hmm. our community. I just recently learned, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, apparently the uh, reason that a lot of the immigrants are able to open up shop in black neighborhoods is because obviously the um, black business owners weren't prevented from owning businesses within black neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. But also immigrants were prevented from opening businesses in white neighborhoods they were only provide they were only allowed to open businesses in uh-huh. poor black neighborhoods uh-huh. so that whole game that like i always thought it was like oh, why y'all always opening a shop in our uh-huh. um but the other end of the spectrum i mean not spectrum but the other end of that is they are prevented on their ends from opening them businesses in white neighborhoods right and then when they get successful it's they're taking their jerks Shout out to South Jerbs. Shout out to South Park. Jerbs. He took her gerbs. <laughs> no, and damn well, that ain't no job you ever wanted to Exactly. Right. That's yeah. nothing you had. That never even crossed job. your mind. You had, you on the couch. <laughs> you on the couch, man. And you was not on the man, couch Googling been, uh porta potty cleaners. You was not a plot to get people to hire. They've been trying to hire not. people for that position for ten years. Yeah. Yeah, straight up, man. Right. But I do, but I mean, I think we all made some solid points and and hopefully it reaches one or two people or a group of people that say, you know what? I never looked at it like that, but I definitely know that there's an issue with, and we did cover some solutions, but there's definitely an issue with certain things being cool and certain things um, not being cool. And I think those things need to be swapped around. Like it should be cool to rock with each other. And I'm not talking about for the gram either because people love getting on the gram and saying, yeah, I rock and black businesses and la, 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 la. But it's like, no, you can't say that you support black businesses because you only support two people that you grew up with. That means taking the risk of, or not even the risk, it's not a risk, but just going out there and saying, you know what, I trust my judgment and what I want to buy and what looks good. Because I do it, I just don't promote it all the time. I mean, I do it all the way down to the type of products I use as far as in hair care, beard. It, it goes down the list. I do support, but I don't need the validation from the world right. to say, good job, Dizzy, because you support this. I really feel that way. And when you really feel that way, you start trying to find other things that you can replace in your life that is going to be beneficial to your culture. You're always doing that. I got a ton of stuff on Amazon that's black. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, yo, this looks good and this, that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? But what are you doing it for when you're supporting? I know what I'm doing it for. Right. So what is, you know. That dopamine hit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you created something <laughs> You doing it for that Horrible. That dopamine hit Horrible <laughs> Anyways man We gonna get out of here Good conversation fellas For you guys that are listening We As always We appreciate you For you guys that are new to Watching our channel Listening to our content Please Like Subscribe Turn on the notifications I'm your boy Dizzy D Spill here with my co-host Jelani Evan Kicks and Sneakers Farmer Poe And you've been listening to the Notion Podcast Until next time Peace, stop hating 
rock with each other and start making stuff that ain't cool. Cool. Love and soul. Just yeah, had you to. can hit the email, you feel me? If you got some solutions. Yeah, hit the email. DMs. Leave, leave comments. Me. We want to hear your solutions Everything. if you think you have better solutions we or great solutions. Collab. Let's fox with each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we out of here, man. Peace.